It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You got it. Light the beam. Got a little close there at the end, huh? Huh. 135-130. The Raptors actually had a possession to tie the game. Kings had a big lead at the half. They were up 23 in the third, but they got the W. They hang on. They win at 135 to 130. Boy, what a high-scoring affair that was. If you bet, I hope you had the over. I can tell you that. Good to have you here on the postgame. Rhino in Sacktown in just a moment right here on If You Don't Like That. Three, two, one, go. Sacramento missed you. Carter. Stolen by Williams. And look at this. Oh, you don't like that. You don't like NBA basketball. an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smush. All right, so the Kings uh, now 2-1 and one on this four-game homestand. New Orleans in on Sunday. May not have Zion Williamson, who left the game today with a late contusion in their loss to the Clippers. But let's talk about Sacramento. Um, listen, you, if you score 135, you're going to win almost every game you play. Yeah, absolutely, Grant. And it screams consistency, that word that we talk about all the time if you're Sacramento, 36, 41, 30, and 27 tonight in the respective quarters. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, Jerry pointed this out at intermission about the only thing I look at that concerns me is the free throw shooting again. You know, below 70%, 66%. That's going to come back and bite you, you know? Yeah, it's not just the percentage that's going to come back and bite you. It, it's the amount of free throws. Yep. You, you've got to have more than 15 attempts, especially when you get into March, April, May playoff basketball. 15 attempts ain't going to cut it. Yeah, good point by Jay. Downside, Kings blew a 20-point lead. Actually got up to 23 in the third. Uh, upside, they closed out for the win. In years past, we lose this game. I agree with that. You know, I agree with that. All right. Here's Patrick. He said, didn't cost them, but what a ridiculous coaches coaches challenge by Mike Brown. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought it was a terrible challenge. In fact, um, we talked about this the other night about Mike Brown and questioning his challenges. There was his Domas's second foul. That should have been the challenge. It was earlier in the game, but it was clear cut, clear cut, not a foul. So 
Not sure why you do it there. You know, we're talking about this on an all too regular basis. Are we not about the challenges with the Kings? You bring it up quite often. It it seems to come up a little bit more. I mean, Mike Brown went through a streak where he couldn't get one if he wanted to, but um, all season, it just seems like, you know, do we do it now? Do we not? I mean, the way I look at it, Grant, it's not so much the time of the game. It's about the player in the game. Mm. So if we're talking about Fox getting his second, you're talking about Domas getting his third, that could come to bite you in the fourth. All right. I like the fact that the Kings held on and won this game. Uh, I like the fact that all five starters were in double figures. I'm going to ask you because he had a triple-double tonight, his eighth of the season. We're talking about Domantas. Yeah. He has, on this homestand, been turned the ball over a lot. He had 11 turnovers in the first game, and then I think six or seven the last game. He had six tonight. Too many turnovers Right? Don't you think too many turnovers for him? Yeah, it, on a typical couple game stretch, you would say that. But in the last few games, the Kings have decided to do something that I can still remember my Pee Wee football coach saying North and South. The Kings offensively are going to the hoop with their cuts. He's going to the hoop, which means that they're getting a little bit more contested looks. You're going to get the ball turned over um, as opposed to when you're just swinging it around the perimeter. So it's something they have to clean up. The other thing you have to remember too, Grant, new rotations. You got new groups of guys playing together. I know you're a bunch into the season, but that's still going to come into play. Very true. Uh, That's a very good point. Again, 135 to 130, uh, the final, and then the Kings will – and this homestand on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, against the Pelicans. And again, we don't know yet about Zion Williamson. Um, again, they're saying he has a late contusion, but we don't know any more than that. So, obviously, if he plays, it's a big difference. You know, the, the Pelicans have already beat the Kings three times this year. It'll make a little bit of a difference, uh, just as Vegas, but uh, Domas will know the difference as well, as well as Keegan. So um, that's what the Kings need. They need to take advantage of what's in front of them and the advantages that they get. All right. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the scores in the NBA a little bit further down uh, in the postgame show. But uh, I like the well-rounded scoring. I like the assist-to-turnover ratio tonight. Very good. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed that they weren't able to end this game in a third when they were up 23. The Raptors, give them credit. The Raptors did not quit. You said this at halftime. That's not their MO. They don't lie down. They're going to play 48 minutes. And to their credit, they did. Yeah, they kept bringing it. And to Sacramento's, they matched it. Sacramento doesn't usually play that brand of basketball that many minutes a night. So um, good to see them coming down to the wire, manning up, getting a charge when they need to, getting a rebound Hey, I want to tell you about New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. They are available for all of your plumbing needs and concerns. Just go to sacserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. And remember, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They'll be there with their 24-7 service. That's New Works Plumbing, sacserviceplumbing.com. They've got a fix for you. Final score, Sacramento 135, Toronto 130. And uh, the Kings can close it out on Sunday with New Orleans before they hit the road. Uh, on a long trip. All right. So want to get to this. The foul discrepancy is outrageous. Are you telling me that Sabonis is not getting hit every time he goes to the cup box as well? Yeah, I'm telling you it's not every time. Uh, 
First of all, there's no rule in the NBA that says that both teams have to have equal number of free throws. And I do believe that on many nights, the Kings' style is not conducive to getting to the line. But I thought tonight they did get screwed on a couple of calls. I, I will agree with you on that. Yeah, and here's the other thing. You got to think about the other side of it. Sabonis is a physical guy. You could just as easily call him for two, three, four offensive fouls. That didn't happen, so you got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, the refs do not hate the Kings, and if you think like that, then you're a moron. Uh, light the beam. Yes, indeed. Light the beam and keep it lit, all right? See if they can light it on Sunday uh, after the contest. So, so far, you know, again, I still can't believe the Kings lost to Charlotte on this homestand. Like, I'm still trying to, like, get that through my mind, you know? Yeah, they, they'll get a chance to get their dub back, but uh, the Kings are good for one or two of those a year. All right, so right now things are good, right? I mean, everything is rolling along. You've got another game on this homestand. I think if you had said you'd go 3-1 and one on this homestand, you would have taken it, right? And yeah, you, you, you have that right in front of you now. Yeah, you just got to follow through, and that's one thing sometimes this team doesn't do. Um, you look at the basketball they've played consistently in terms of defense the last couple games. That has to continue if it does, especially in a game like this, Grant, where Toronto, they wanted to slow it down. They got yep. to the free throw line. They didn't want to play fast with Sacramento, and the Kings still mm -hmm. found a way to battle through that. So it's those little things game to game that you just got to be able to push through. And Grant, one other thing, by the way, before we yeah. get to the comment, I'm about to drop a drop a line right here. We are going to open up the post game show to you. So if you guys want to come in, ask any questions, you don't need to be on camera. If you would like to be on camera, uh, YouTube rules apply. If I don't like it, you're not going on. Um, and also language applies. But we want to get your reaction. Come on with Grant. Come on with me. We'll make it a good time. So we're going to drop that right now. All right, uh, we'll put that on. I just want to say, do I know why Sasha isn't getting any minutes? Uh, yeah, he's, he's not in the coach's rotation. Here it is right here. Here's the link. All right, so there you have it. And, and one last thing, we're not doing IT. If you can't figure out how right. to create your little account and do it, don't worry about it. We're not walking you through it. Yeah. You know, all right, so about Sasha. First of all, as Jerry Reynolds says, you know, it's not Little League Baseball. Not everybody gets to play three innings. And he's not part of the rotation. But you know what? It wasn't that long ago that we were saying the same thing about Davion Mitchell, right? And now he's playing and not being on the bench. He played 11 minutes tonight. So it's a matter of just staying ready, Ryan. It's a matter of staying ready. And when your number's called, you know, get ready to do it. I, I think the bigger story right now is a guy that was starting for you for a year and two months has gone to the bench in Kevin Herter. And he's he's basically even doing he's not doing anything off the bench. And I, I just wonder, you know, are we looking at a guy that's going from being a starter, started every game in the playoffs, starting two guard this year to who barely is going to play because of his lack of productivity? You're looking at a guy that's getting shopped right now. You're, yeah. you're looking at a guy that that's putting some minutes on film with some different guys playing a little bit of a different style than that yes. first team. So, uh, Grant, he was a plus three tonight. Uh, it looks like a weight was lifted off of his shoulders a little bit coming out of that starting lineup. Um, but is there a place? Probably not. I mean, can Keon Ellis give you just as much? I think so. I think so, too. 
I mean, it is, it's, it, it, the numbers don't lie, Ryan. The numbers don't lie when you look at Kevin Herter. He's just having a miserable season. He is. I, I think it, it's just time for a change of scenery. It worked at the beginning here with Kevin because he was getting different looks because teams weren't sure how to guard Domas. I mean, you have to remember, Grant, this was the number one best rated team in the history of the NBA per offensive rating. So, yeah. you know, things have changed. Teams have adjusted. Kevin's looks have changed. Time to move on. All right. You want to get a call? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, Keep it uh, short and to the point if you can, because we got a lot of people popping up. But first, we will get to Dirk. Dirk, how are you doing tonight? Hey, fellas. Thanks for uh, letting me speak. Um, I'm doing good. That was a little nerve-wracking towards the end. I was curious how you guys feel about the, decide the decision to go small. Felt like we were getting dominated on any chance there was a rebound. Why, when Sabonis goes out, don't we throw in Alex Lynn uh, or someone, you know, our centers? What are your thoughts? Ryan? Uh, my thoughts specifically is Mike wanted to play to the advantage that the Kings had all night, and that was speed and pace. I don't yeah. think that the rebound was I – th I think he thought that unit could grab that rebound if necessary. I just think he's thinking more offense than anything else right there. The teams were scoring uh, so much, and um, I just – I like what I saw. You know, again, they won the game. I think we would – and I think it's a very good question, but I also think that you would be huh, – how do I want to say this? We would really be questioning a lot of things that happened in the second half if the Kings had blown this lead, but they didn't. You know, they won the game. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you, Dirk. We appreciate you coming on the post-game show here on If You Don't Like That. Interesting question. Next, we get to Landon. Landon, what's going on? Landon, we got you? Landon? All right. Landon, we'll try to circle back to you. All right, Grant. You're going to get right. a little excited. Huh? I think this guy's... You're going to get a little excited. We're going to do one more. This guy's going to be really excited to talk. All right. right. We're going to do you know, one more. You know the, the one and only. June 18th, June 18th, we say hello to the guy that's got the same birthday as me over in Belgrade, Serbia. How are you? And by the way, I did watch some of that game in Belgrade, and I've never seen a basketball game like that. The crowd, that was absolutely unfreaking believable. Well, great. You, you saw the game because uh, it was really shaking on the on the crowd, but the game was absolutely nothing. One team beat the hell of the another, and that's all. How you doing, man? What did you think of the game tonight? I'm still shaking about the Kings, you know. What did you think of the game tonight? Well, uh, well, the ball move like like the move in this game. I'm I'm pretty sure he's gonna you know gonna crack everything in the NBA, but uh, those free throws I don't know what to say. I mean, like Jerry said, 13 in the league uh, with uh, with free throws. This we 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 must go better with with the free throws that can kill us uh, in the playoffs. What time is it there right now? Oh, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> I love it. You're unbelievable. You're welcome to breakfast. My friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're, you're, you know what? I love it. You're, you're incredible. 
You're absolutely amazing. 135 to uh, 130, uh, the final. Thank you. Do, do you ever miss a Kings game? Do you watch every single game? Every single game. I think wow. I saw only one. I mean, the last one, the last game I missed was back in maybe uh, after those Peja and Divac uh, years, uh, maybe first or, or second season after after uh, it was. Uh, what year was it? it was 2000 and 2012? No, one, uh, 2002. So yeah, 2003, 2004, that, yeah. that season I missed maybe game or two, but that's it. I don't yeah, even watch Jokic so, and those Serbian people. Hey, were, you, were, you, were you in wow. Belgrade at the, at the big town square when we were all there for Vladi's retirement in 2007? Were you there that night? Nope. I mean, maybe I maybe I was, but I don't think so. Oh, you would have you would have remembered that you had Vladi on stage with Scott Pollard, uh, yeah, Chris that's Weber, Scott Pollard, Glenn Rice. That Scott Pollard uh, betting for the for the meat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like yeah, that. There's like thirty thousand people. Uh, I'll never forget that night. It was absolutely unbelievable. It was incredible. Okay, you you're gonna get Ryan next time, so. He will testify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll make I'll make sure I will make sure that I tune into the next game, but maybe make it over there sometime. Baki, you're very well versed in basketball. You watch not only basketball here in the United States, but you watch it over where you live, over in Europe. And I'm curious, you've watched the Kings a lot. I look at this team, and yeah, they're exciting to watch, but I don't know if this team currently is a team that would win a playoff series with their style. I'm curious, do you feel that the Kings need to make a move? And if so, what type of player do you think this team needs to get to the next level? Let me tell you this. Uh, my opinion is that the Kings beat everybody, even with this team they have now. Because the only thing we need to do is the moving the basketball like they do in the peak so just just think about how kings play when they are on the roll so when the ball is moving from side to side in the paint out from the when when sabon gets those those balls out of the the paint everything goes smoothly and and when the ball never stops kings never stops and they can beat everybody in this freaking league everybody but the problem is Sometimes you know, players, players. I think the last year Kings was very excited about about that that playoff entering because they missed a lot of playoffs. You know, the last playoff was with Vladi, and uh, uh, there was there was around the Kings last year. But this this year, I know you you think that that the Kings were better last year than, than, than this year I can, I can get I that do. and I know what I what what are you thinking about about the kings from the last year but I think this year you know this league is now more dramatic I would say so everybody can beat everybody in in that playoffs so we're gonna get we're gonna get Jerry said maybe 55 55 55 yeah. wins will not be enough in in this year so 
I agree. Hey, when is Serbian, when is Serbian Christmas? I see you still got your Christmas decorations up. When is the Serbian Christmas? Oh, that's 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 so lovely from you. Uh, the Serbian Christmas starts today. Okay. So next two days, next two days, it was going to be a Christmas in Serbia. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Rocky. And thank you, thank Ryan, you. Dear, dear Thank you, you guys for are awesome. Thank, you guys are awesome. Well, you're awesome because you know what? Like what you and your comrade I mean, do. I mean, there is no, there is nothing like like this show. There is nothing like this show. Well, you're awesome, and we really appreciate your knowledge and your commitment and everything else. So, hey, Merry Christmas to you, and I'm really happy that you took the time to call, and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, by the way, how are you feeling? I know when you were on with Ryan uh, a couple of games ago, you were sick. You look fine now. You you all better? Yes, I'm better. I'm still shaking uh, after the game, but I'm going to settle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Baki, thank you and Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. Thank you a lot, guys, and you're going doing a great job. Thank you. Thanks, Baki. You're the man. You are the man. How awesome is that, huh? How awesome is that? He's he he's pretty good. He he's yeah. as good as they get. I'll tell you who else is as good as they get, and that's Brian Bennett and Bennett's Restaurants. Yeah. They're great, okay? And this is their newest location at the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. But they're in Sacramento, Howard Fair Oaks. They're in Roseville, Eureka, and Lead Hill Road. And, of course, this location, the Bennett's West Side Grill. Don't forget about their weekend brunch, their weekend prime rib they specialize in, 60 different types of wine available by the glass. Go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, make a reservation, and check out everything that they have to offer. That's Bennett's, Bennett'sRestaurants.com. It's a good idea. I'm so happy that we're able to now take some calls and talk to people like yeah. Baki and others. So that's great. I'm very happy to see that. I really am. Yeah, absolutely. It's something we will uh, keep doing. If you're yeah. on hold, we will try to get to you. But uh, we, we keep up with the times, Napes. show's all about the people. They want to... Uh, Bennett's to go to Puerto Rico. Well, if they do, I'm going to ask Brian if I can be the manager. Okay. Cause, uh, I wanna... <laughs> okay. You know, I'm all, hey, I'm all, yeah. I'm all for it. I could have, I could handle living in uh, Puerto Rico for a while. I'd be just fine with yeah. me. You know? Yeah. You walk, you walk into the front desk. Excuse me. What's the special Napes <laughs> wipes his mouth off. Not, not the mushroom, not the mushroom soup. <laughs> Take care. Uh, Oh, my gosh. I love it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So uh, let's go over the uh, standings right now yeah. in the NBA because there's a lot of uh, a lot of just about everybody played tonight. Let me get the standings up right in front of me. But when it was Sacramento winning again, you, you know, New Orleans lost. Right. Mm -hmm. Denver lost. Um, mm -hmm. You have Oklahoma City. They lost. So now mm -hmm. Sacramento is 21 and 13. They are a game behind the Clippers, and Sacramento is in fifth. The Clippers are fourth. So it's Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Denver, the Clippers, Sacramento. Then Dallas, New Orleans, Phoenix, Houston, and Golden State. I, I think that's about right. I, I, I really do. And, I mean, we know that will change a lot, but I'm interested to see what Dallas does, right. obviously. Yeah. Drop New Orleans mic. is yeah. Oh, no worries. Uh, New Orleans. Uh, what happens with Zion? But um, Grant, the Kings keep putting them in the win column, and you know this this is a good team. We're critical, yeah. but it's a good team. And the Lakers lost again, so that's always good to see. 
I yes. like I like the position the Kings are in right now. I have a little bit of a disagreement with Baki, just a little bit. I'm still bothered. Bothered may not even be the right word. I'm concerned about the Kings' lack of consistency to get to the next level. I want to see this team be more consistent. And once I start seeing that consistency, I'll change my tune about whether this team can win in the playoffs. Right now, I disagree. I don't think they can. I don't think they can win four games in the playoffs. I mean, I was going to ask Bucky. I was like, you know, if the NBA did like a 64-team tournament, right, where it's just single elimination, maybe. Um, I, I think this team's going to need to make a few changes. I guess the question becomes to you, like, what's that? what's that sample size of consistency that you need to see? Cause even with last year's team, I don't think it was a ton of consistency. I mean, it, it was just little clumps. Yeah. Well, uh, and here's the link again. We've got a couple of people saying where, where's the link? There it is right there. Um, it's, it is, well, you, you put the numbers up a couple times, the numbers back up yeah. that it's been more inconsistent this year than last year, particularly, in the losses that the Kings have, they're not competitive in a lot of the losses and home and road. It's uh, which is not that atypical in the NBA to have different numbers home and on the road. But I just think these are a little bit widespread. And again, the, the, the free throws to me are a concern. The fact that this team still to me, I don't know about you has not proven that they can win on a night when they're not making threes. And in the playoffs, you need to have another way to win other than just making threes. So those areas still concern me a little bit. The good news, it's the first week of January. Okay, yeah. so this team has a lot of room for growth. I do believe that, especially you made a very good point about 15 minutes ago or so. We were talking about Sabonis. There are new combinations of players on the floor now because of Mike Brown changing roles, such as Kevin Herter, such as Duarte, such as others. And you're right. It is going to take a little bit of time to gel with these new rotations. So I think you're spot on. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and um, there's there seems to be a little bit more of a flow to that um, first or that second unit. And Grant, I'm not convinced that first unit's done yet. I mean, give me a reason Chris Duarte should stay in that role. Shouldn't. I just I still think the Kings are going to make a trade. All right, do you want to get at any other calls? Or are we good? Yeah, sure. Right, let's let's uh, go to a couple more. Let's kick it to Landon. Landon, what's up, my man? Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. Hey, so I want to ask you about Kevin Herter. 
um, Ryan, you kind of mentioned that he's not in the right position he used to be his last season. And what's his trade value? You, maybe he would fit better with other teams if he's not in the system properly here. Could he be involved in a potential trade? Has his value stayed the same, gone down? Sure. Um, I'll, I'll go really quick. I, I think Kevin's one of those guys that needs to be more in, in a traditional offense where it's less thinking and more playing. And arguably, you've seen the Kings even stumble this year where it looks like they're thinking a little bit more than playing. So I think if you put Kevin in a system like that where he can be a Kyle Korver where he just needs to hang in the corner, um, he can be that guy on the rotation because he can finish. He just can't create that well. So I think his value remains unchanged. I, I think that there's a very healthy spot for him on a contender. I agree. I think there are teams out there that would like Kevin Herter. So I do not agree with the last message on our chat line that, of course, his value has gone down. I don't think so. And I'm going to tell you why. He's still very much in his prime. And it's not like he forgot how to play basketball. And his resume is such that we've seen him play well and very well over long stretches. And so teams are are aware of that. And I agree with Ryan. He just maybe needs to be in a different system and a different fit. But it's not like the guy doesn't know how to play basketball. I mean, he, he does. And I think for that reason, he could have value around the league. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call. We yeah, really thanks, that. Landon. Appreciate it. Um, good question by Landon. Yep. Uh, from Landon, let's get to uh, Connor209. He was here a couple shows ago. Connor, you're on with Grand Napier. Hey, All Connor. All right, guys. I'm glad to be back. What can we um, do for you? So I got a coworker at work. He's a Clippers fan, and both of us go at it probably constantly every day. And I think we both agree we just don't want to see each other first round, even though playoff standing right now would indicate that what would be a team you would prefer us to play first round i wouldn't mind playing oklahoma city i, I think the kings match up very well against them um i would not want to see the clippers i would not want to see denver um i think the kings would have a tough time winning four games against a healthy minnesota team so if you're asking me of the teams that are ahead of Sacramento in the standings right now, I would choose Oklahoma City over, and this is way premature, obviously, but I would take of the four teams ahead of Sacramento right now, I would say, give me Oklahoma City. Don't give me Denver. Do not give me the Clippers and don't give me Minnesota. So that's how I would answer that question. But the standings could and probably will change between now and April. All right. And also interesting stat about the Clippers. I looked it up. Uh, with two days rest, they are unbeaten. How about that? Hmm. I didn't even see there that. You go. That's a good stat right there. With two days rest, they're unbeaten. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me. Good job good by Condog. Good insight, man. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Well, he's got a decked out room there, too. I like that. Yeah. Do you, do you he, agree with me does. about those four teams that I just mentioned? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, call me crazy. But if you made me pick one of the others, it would probably be Denver. The Kings have played competitively with Denver. Jokic does have the advantage over Sabonis, but I think the two styles are similar enough to where if the Kings were able to shoot the three well, it could be a fun series. I don't think the Kings would win more than one game against a healthy Denver team. 
um, they just don't have, they don't have, they don't have the matchups. They just don't. And, you know, it's interesting. You say the Kings have fared pretty well against Denver. I was just looking at the games that they played this year and last year, and very rarely have both teams had their main guys on the floor. It's always someone's hurt. Someone's not playing. So, but if you'd give me a championship pedigree, healthy Denver team with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, they're going to win the game. They're going to win the series. All right. They're going to win the series. Plain and simple. No doubt. No, I, I, I'm with you. I just think the Kings, if I had to choose one, could make it interesting. I think it would be fun to see. All right. Again, the Kings win it tonight, 135 to 130. So happy to have you here on the post game. And don't forget about Calusa Sunrise. If you go to calusasunrise.com and you can check out this project by Blazona Development, it is Sunrise Landing in Calusa and six models to choose from. And there's no Melaroos, there's no homeowners. So check it out. Sunrise Landing by going to calusasunrise.com. That's calusasunrise.com and check out everything at Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Good night for the Kings. They hang on, they win, and they now will wrap up this four-game homestand on Sunday against the Pelicans. Bucky says Dallas, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, or Minnesota. I would not, I don't, I think the Kings would beat Dallas in a playoff series. I think they would play well against Oklahoma City. I don't think they would beat a healthy New Orleans team. They do not match up at all with their front line, and I don't think they would beat Minnesota. That's my opinion. Uh, Minnesota ultimately would take it. Now, we said the team's ahead of Sacramento, so that's why we didn't talk about Dallas. I I think the Kings could possibly take down Dallas. I think that is a desirable matchup. I just don't think that is a scenario that you're going to see. Uh, because of the way, you know, one plays eight, two, seven, three, right. six, you know, so, right. yeah. All right, you want to get to one more call? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we kick it to a Matthew. Matthew, you're on with Grand Napier. Hey, what's going on, guys? Love the show. Uh, I Thank just you. want to talk about, like, what do you think of the importance of the economy in Sacramento and the Kings winning? Because, you know, I do Uber to and from each in every game and i also go to a lot of games and i just see how much now important the king's winning is to the city the city of sacramento would have crumbled had the kings moved the as as disturbing as downtown sacramento is now if you had not had a facility in doco in that region and you know the the i would hate to think where sacramento would be right now that arena is world-class. Doko is phenomenal. People flock down there, not only for the games, as you know, but for concerts, religious events, graduations, the Sawyer Hotel, everything else. Uh, I, I, I can't even imagine what downtown Sacramento would be like without Golden One Center. So to answer your question, the Kings in particular, because they have 41 home events, do great things for the economy. People stay at the hotel. People go eat before and after the game. People are taking, as you said, Uber, Lyft. They're doing, you know, all, they're paying for parking. I mean, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine Sacramento without the Kings. I really can't. I, the revenue, you know, would be non-existent for people going to downtown Sacramento. Yeah, and I, I just want to chip this in as well. I think that regardless of whether they lose or win, you're going to see the same core support. 
of people um, here in Sacramento that attend the games. I mean, look at how long a losing product was on the floor. So when when there is a good product and they're making the playoffs, things are going to be crazy in that Doco area, but it's always going to be good. Look at what the NCAA tournament did for the economy for a week. And we can go on and on. There's just, it's uh, and I'm glad you asked that question. So you find that on event days, you said Kings nights, but I would think it's for concerts and things. Well, well, your business is amazing. Like you're nonstop on day it, night. It's a ghost town when the Kings don't play. They say crime rate is down. Everything's better when the Kings are playing and when we win. I see it firsthand every single day and everyone's happy. It's a beautiful thing when the Kings win. I don't know who would go downtown uh, Sacramento right now. I wouldn't. I'm being very honest with you. I've been to downtown Sacramento uh, quite uh, a lot in the last six months. And I'm very disturbed with what I see. I'm talking about yeah. during the daytime. I'm not even talking about night. Um, I go down there and take my son out to lunch. He works uh, at the arena and I have ventured to do a couple of other things with uh, in the area. And I got to tell you, I'm, I I don't feel comfortable in the middle of Sacramento in the daytime and I'm from New York and it it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable. I don't, I, and I'm being brutally honest and I'm not talking about politics here. I'm just talking about how I feel and the reality uh, it's it's disturbing to me. And I, I I don't think it's atypical from a lot of other cities in America right now, particularly on the West Coast, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, L.A. I mean, it's, it's sad what's going on. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. All right, well, thanks, guys. Thank you. And again, I know I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but the reason why I did that is I don't want it to put it all on Sacramento. It's not just Sacramento. Okay, it's many cities in America. It's not just Sacramento, but I'm blessed to travel for a living. And I did go to every city in America pretty much for 32 consecutive years. And there are some downtown areas that are beautiful and thriving, like Charlotte, for instance. Their downtown is amazing. Um, I've always felt safe in Charlotte. Uh, There are a lot of other areas I can talk about where the downtowns are thriving and doing well. And there are many others that are not. But I can just tell you from my own eyes and going to different cities around America, what Golden One Center and DOCO has done for downtown Sacramento, I don't think anyone could debate that. Well, I I can tell you, I was just uh, downtown, somewhere down south, and I I don't think it's uh, measurably as bad as some other cities, as you pointed out. Um, the, The thing about doco grant and some of the beautiful setups that you talk about you, that doesn't happen overnight so you're right as long as there's steps right. that are being taken to get to that i mean a, a great yeah. city that comes to mind is boise idaho uh, boise what they've done over the last five ten years to modernize downtown smaller area great point beautiful so you just it, it takes a little bit of time well again i'll just leave it at this the Sacramento Kings in that area have been, to me, they saved Sacramento. I, I really believe yeah. that. That's I'll yeah. just leave it at that. So, sure. all right, buddy. Uh, any final thoughts on the game tonight? Again, a good homestand can really be in the books if you win on Sunday against uh, the Pelicans. We don't know yet about Zion Williamson, 
but then you hit the road for a long time. So if you could get that W at home, boy, that would be phenomenal. That would be a tremendous homestand. I know they lost to Charlotte, but I look at the big picture. The big picture is three and one on a homestand. I'll take that. What he said, what he said, that's it. We're good. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> uh, I will not, I will not be with everyone on Sunday. I have an event that I have to MC. So, uh, it's all yours and Jerry Reynolds. Maybe, okay. maybe because it's an afternoon game. Maybe Jerry can join you on the post game. Yeah, that would be great. And all you watching will extend an invitation as well yeah. on the post game. So, um, and again, any knuckleheads, not welcome. We'll filter through you, but all of you have been great so far. So, yeah. All right. Hey, everyone else out there, uh, appreciate you. Have a great weekend. And thanks for being here on If You Don't Like That. And just remember this. Oh, boy. If you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball. Good night, everybody. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.